It's time for Tuesday Takeaways. It's one of our favorite segments to do. Well, because the Cardinals haven't lost a damn game yet. Alex Clancy, Bo Brock, Locked on Cardinals. We will also give Cliff Kingsbury and another budding head coach their flowers and kind of look at one that's looked highly in, during, around the national media in kind of a different light. Again, Alex Clancy, Bo Brock, Locked on Cardinals. Let's roll. You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, 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 Locked On Cardinals. Man, Bo, these are the favorite shows of mine because, you know, we're a day removed for the seventh time from an Arizona Cardinals victory, okay? And each one gets a little sweeter regardless of opponent. And this one kind of was the ugliest one that the Cardinals have played, even though they put up a 31-burger against the Houston Texans. Regardless, thank you to everybody who makes Lockdown Cardinals their first listen every day. Um, it's free everywhere. You know it at this point. Bo and I are continuously blown away by um, just our, the following growing. Appreciate everybody that reaches out positively, negatively. We'd like to have conversations. We like to argue. We like to talk about the Arizona Cardinals as being the best team in the NFL through seven weeks. And um, that's makes me want to throw up to say, because there's absolutely, there's, I mean, there's no way, there's no way we could have seen this. And anybody that no. says that, Joanna, you're wrong. There's no way you could have seen seven and zero starting the season. And if the Cardinals get through Thursday night, we could be looking at double digit and O um, a lot more seriously than what people were dreaming on when the season started. So we've got an interesting pod today. Uh, we're going to highlight Cliff Kingsbury, another young coach who's on the rise this year and one who wears um, Yeezys and flat brim hats that um, just gets looked at as this great coach and he's continuously getting exposed. I will let Bo, even though it's my day to host, I will let Bo run point on that because this is like Christmas come early. For my uh, for my gentle co-host over there, you know, so gentle. <laughs> you are. You're. I don't think I'm gonna pile giant. on as much. I don't think I'm gonna pile on as much as be- I, I don't think that the the Niner Nation has thick enough skin to deal with it. Like right, right. we've dealt with it. We we've certainly dealt with it. When people thought that you know, I've been part Kyler, of it. You've yeah. been part of it for sure. Yeah. There was some you know some criticism about the head coach. There's been criticism about the quarterback. Um. And, you know, we have alligator skin because losing, unfortunately, has been around for a long time. As far as the other fan bases, a lot of them are um, they're disconnected. They don't know like they're living in yesteryear, like the, the Niners and the Cowboys, like they all seem to be holding on to something that was a long time ago, a very, very long time ago. And, uh, and one of the things actually just never happened. You know, one guy had one good season. We'll get into that conversation. I'm getting ahead of myself. Yeah, uh, just one little, you know, sprinkles on that Sunday. Joe Montana's not the best quarterback ever. You know, just not to pile <laughs> on. But if you want to have that argument that because he hasn't won a super, he hasn't lost a Super Bowl, that's better than not making it to more Super Bowls. That blows my mind. That blows my mind. And I'm not going to do it. Not going to do it today. Tuesday takeaways. Let's let's hit this first. Cardinals went yeah. in, took a quarter off, and then took care of business. That's 
what the quick thesis statement would thesis be. Statement Bo's would be. got some. Bo's got some snap counts. He's got some percentages regarding Zayvon Collins. We both said that he needed to play more in this game because of the opponent. You know, just to get get some run. It was kind of an up. You know, an upgraded preseason game for this defense where they showed real dominance against a team that's just lesser than right now. They'll turn it around. Hopefully they can get a lion's share for Deshaun Watson if that's what they see as the best move for their organization moving forward. But all in all, they played the hits. DeAndre Hopkins looked good. A.J. Green looked good. Christian Kirk got in the end zone. Rondo Moore is still fast. Uh, I guess the only downside here is that Kyler Murray got beat up a little bit. I mean, I, did we miss anything from our podcast right after the show, right after the game? Uh, no, I don't think so. But at the same time, like with that uh, knee jerk reaction pod that we always do, because it's really right after the final whistle blows for every Cardinals game, um, you know, we kind of omit and gloss over some things. And I, I saw some pretty prolific stats that the Arizona Cardinals are piling up, you know, across the board, whether it's personal or whether it's team statistics. It's really impressive what's going on in the desert. Well, you know, we're kind of taking this a day to t- like it's it's not as fragile of a conversation anymore because the Cardinals now have some wiggle room. It's not like well, oh they started three and zero, but if they lose, they'll go down to three and one, and then it's only you know one game lead in, in the NFC West. Blah blah. Like they've got some wiggle, <laughs> you know. And oh, yeah. even even though the Rams are six and one, and the only loss was to the Arizona Cardinals, you can't solidify that the Cardinals need to win the division to make a deep playoff run. Sure, it would be ideal. And these are conversations when they were what plus plus five fifty or six fifty to win the NFC West before the season started. Like, obviously the situation has gotten better, but it doesn't have to be absolute for them to make a playoff push. You know, so yeah. just oh the Rams, oh the Rams, yeah. I mean, there's usually most divisions usually have more than one good team in it. So it's not like the yeah. Cardinals when the season started were like, oh man, all four of these teams legitimately could make the playoffs. At least you kind of trim the fat a little bit, and I'm sure maybe the Seahawks can make a run if Russell Wilson comes back. He's a machine. He'll probably come back three yeah. weeks earlier than we think he's going to. But all in all, the Cardinals have all but, barring any sort of injury, knock on wood, set themselves up for a playoff push, and you just got to revel in that regard before we look to Thursday. Yeah. You know, it's interesting, though, like with L.A., even if, they, if L.A. gets the nod in the division – I don't know if they're going to necessarily win the bye, and that's the big key, right? You want to win, you want to get the bye week. And I thought the NFC West was going to be out of that conversation because they're going to cannibalize each other, but that's not going to case any longer. Now it's just you have to you have one team to beat, and if you can beat them uh, and the Rams, you should be in a good spot. But the team that's coming to town is going to have the easiest path to a bye week. It's the NFC North is atrocious. Green Bay Packers, even if they lose Thursday night. You know, what do they got on their schedule as far as L's remaining, you know, outside of a couple, you know, surprise ones, they could very easily coast and only have three, four losses on the season and get that NFC by. But here's where I'm not too concerned about the division, because if you take that off the table, going to L.A., that's not a home field advantage. I mean, it's it's an hour flight. It's an hour flight. Not that big a deal. There's not a big contingent of Rams fans that are going to be loud and make it tough for Kyler Murray to operate the Arizona Cardinals offense. So I'm not that concerned about it. So, you know, if you if you take off the table, and it's it certainly is on the table right now with how well the Arizona Cardinals are playing, but the the margin for error as far as the buys concerned is so slim 
and you've got some teams that are in good spots. Uh, but then once you start to look at it beyond L.A. and winning division, uh, going to Green Bay, probably the toughest environment for the Arizona Cardinals to potentially play in in the postseason, and also maybe the trip across the country to Tampa Bay to take on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who also, you know, playing in, in the NFC South, it's I think that division looks a little bit easier with Drew Brees not in it any longer. Um, you know, it, it, it's just it's a fun conversation because the Arizona Cardinals, realistically, Alex, I was thinking about this two wins away from securing at least a playoff spot. I mean, right? Nine gets in, 10 to say to be safe, so three wins away. That's pretty crazy to think about. Yeah, yeah, it is. And it, it's funny you say L.A. is not really a home field advantage. There is, regardless of if you want to have this conversation or not, there's a direct correlation between fan base and weather. Good weather, bad fan bases. Look across the country because if you can go to the beach, look at the Miami Heat. Perfect example. They had arguably the best collection of talent in NBA history outside of the 60s Celtics, and people would show up late because they were probably drinking Mai Tais at the beach. Same with L.A. There is a direct correlation whether you want to believe it or not. The Arizona Cardinals can luckily at this point, as you mentioned, I think Green Bay, you're right, and Tampa Bay because it's Tom Brady, those would be the two that you'd want to avoid, and you can avoid at least one week of that by having the one seed, and you could start with that by winning Thursday night against Green Bay. We're getting ahead of ourselves. Coming up next, the NFC West is led by a young coach, and it's not a dude who wears hats too big for him. And we're going to talk about that next Locked on Cardinals. First, both that's some upside. Where can other people get oh, other wow. forms of upside as my transition is flawless? Yeah. Funny you ask that, Alex. Yeah, Cardinals fans. Here on Locked On Cardinals, we have an incredible app to tell about any tell you about for anybody that buys gas. Get Upside, the Get Upside app. The listeners who are using it are making up to twenty five cents every gallon of gas every time they fill up. Just download the Get Upside app in the App Store, Google Play right now. Use the promo code Touchdown. You can get twenty five bonus cents on your first fill up. That's fifty cents per gallon cash back on your first fill up. Don't pay full price at the pump any longer. Get cash back using GetUpside. Just use the uh, promo code TOUCHDOWN after downloading it. Get 50 cents per gallon cash back with your first tank using promo code TOUCHDOWN. People who drive a lot, they're making upwards of $200, $300 a month, and it's going right into your account. You can cash out anytime your bank account, PayPal, or e-gift card like Amazon or other brands. Just download the free GetUpside app and use the promo code TOUCHDOWN. Second segment, Locked on Cardinals. Thank you again for making Locked on Cardinals your first listen every day. You know, we've got you covered also um, for all things Cardinals. But with the trade deadline looming, don't miss our live NFL trade deadline show. Reaction to every move, plus a second half season preview and much more. Catch the, catch the show live from 3 to 5 p.m. Eastern, November 2nd on the Locked on NFL YouTube page. Now, Bo, uh, tease before the break, like, I'll be the first one to follow my sword. So far, so good for Cliff Kingsbury. What we're seeing is an identity with the offense. Okay. My whole thing was how many teams would yearn for the offense the Cardinals had last year? You know, 10, 12, 13, you know, whatever. So why couldn't Cliff Kingsbury do it then with Kyler Murray hobbled? And then now when you have just an embarrassment of riches, Things have worked out. Steve Kime has made the right moves. Signing A.J. Green, James Conner has been invaluable. 
You know, Rondell Moore, Christian Kirk is kind of coming to his own as the wide receiver, two light wide receiver, three heavy, I guess you could say, depending on where you want to put him in the depth chart. Cliff Kingsbury's done it. And he's relying, like a lot of coaches do, on his players for leadership. Now, Cliff's a, Cliff's a leader. I don't know if he's one of the greatest leaders ever. We don't know yet. That's, that's still yet to be determined. But what he has around him is a group of veterans who have been leaders on other squads that have come together to join this force of leadership and culture that we haven't seen maybe ever from the Arizona Cardinals. And, and he's, he's the out. leader of it. So, so you got to give him, you got to give him credit right where you, you know, it, where it's deserved as giving him the slight when they lose games. Yeah. I mean, but you need talent first and foremost in the, in this league and the Arizona Cardinals have one of the most talented rosters, if not the most talented roster in the league right now, as far as depth, or star one to power. 53, not just yeah. offense. Yeah, they've the got Chiefs, it. Yeah, Bucks. But when, when you're talking about Cliff, I mean, he's the offensive guy. I mean, it's Vance Joseph's defense, and the, the defense is, is balling out right now. But the offense is looking really good when you look at their numbers overall, as far as points per game. You know, they're fourth in the league, they're seventh in yards. They've got, uh, you know, Kyler Murray with 17 touchdown passes on the season. That's fourth best in the NFL. You've got his boy, Cliff Kingsbury's boy, and Chase Edmonds, who's third in the NFL in yards per carry. He's averaging 5.8 yards per carry. That's the guy that Cliff Kingsbury has loved ever since he became the head coach of the Arizona Cardinals. And he's being, you know, between the 20s, one of the most solid running backs in the league. And then James Conner's second only to Derrick Henry as far as rushing touchdowns. The Arizona Cardinals are a top five rushing offense. And that was the biggest misconception about the hire with Cliff Kingsbury, this air raid offense. He pivoted there in his first season, hasn't looked back, and the Cardinals were actually going to be a solid rushing team. And it's it's had them with the way their defense is playing and then what else they can do with the wide receivers. The fact that they can also complement it with a nice rushing attack is is making them tough to beat no matter who the opponent is. So, you know, it's it's kind of funny. I was looking back, and um, the the after the hires were made in 2019 in the offseason, um, it's kind of laugh-out-loud funny looking at – how people graded the coaching class of that year. And Cliff Kingsbury is pretty much at the bottom of each and every person's evaluation in that class. Bruce Arians coming back out of the broadcast booth after one year, Alex. He was yep. number one. And I think that's fair. He won a that's Super fair. Bowl. And that turned that turns out to be right. Let's just take one, for example, Athlon Sports. They they put this one out. It was in February 2019. Number two, they had Brian Flores, who's coaching one of the most disappointing teams in the league right now. So that makes Miami. all the sense of the world coming coming from the Patriots uh, coaching tree, even though the Patriots coaching tree has been abysmal. Yeah, you know, it, it with, gets, with Bill Belichick, yeah. it gets worse. You've got uh, how about Freddie Kitchens, the third ranked, got an A minus. Freddie spends Kitchens a lot of time in the kitchen. Winning. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. He was uh, he was one and done with the Browns. Vic Fangio of the Denver Broncos was the fourth ranked of the head coaches hired in 2019. Now you're starting to see some of the guys who have had some success. Number five, Zach Taylor, a guy that you're going to lump in with Cliff Kingsbury, who took a look, you had to be patient with and is finally seeing success in Cincinnati. Cliff Kingsbury's sixth on this list. Matt LaFleur, who should probably be second on this list as yeah. far as his success, is seventh. And then rounding it out, nobody could get this wrong. Adam Gase was the worst. He was the eight of eight, and he yeah he was fired. He, he should never be a head coach again. But kind of interesting to see how it's how things have evolved. Yeah, the Cardinals looked at Adam Gase right before he signed with the Jets. He was one of the names that they were talking about 
Um, yeah. You know, I think that so the first couple of guys, a bunch of old dudes. I mean, Ryan Flores isn't Brian Flores isn't old, but he's not thirty two. You know, and it's easier to look at older person, more experience, better option, which is what it's been forever. Like, remember when they when the Raiders hired Lane Kiffin? It's like, what the hell are you doing? He's eleven. Yeah, and he was. I think he was forty. I don't know if that. I think he was forty when they hired him, which is which was ridiculous at the time. It was like seeing, um, yeah, it, it was it was ridiculous at the time. And then Matt Lafleur, you see, bringing a young guy in with an older dog, they're clashing, even though they're winning games. It seems like you have to lump a young guy with a young guy, and that's the recipe. Miles, which is Who crazy. Was? Lane. Oh, he was. He was that young. Okay. Yeah. Well, never mind. Um. Yeah, that's insane. Um, but lumping a young guy with a young guy, look at Zach Taylor and, and, and Joe Burrow. It's working. Jamar chase obviously has worked out. I will lay on the sword that I thought Penny Sue was the right choice there for like 98% of America thought Penny Sue was the right choice there. And Jamar chase looks like the best receiver we've ever seen after sitting out a year. Um, but a young guy, young quarterback seems to be like the elixir that if it works, it's going to be great. And if it doesn't blow it all up anyways. And that's what we're seeing with Zach Taylor and Joe Burrow and then Kyler Murray and, and Cliff and Kyler and Cliff have had that, you know, that coach player uh, love connection forever. And they've just never really been able to connect it. And, but, well, really all this comes down to with the coaches and, and, and the Cardinals right now is the Cardinals have a good defense and a solid run game. If they didn't have a good defense nor a solid run game, this would not be working because it doesn't work. Look at Kansas city. They're three and four, man. They have no mm -hmm. defense. And they have Chris Jones and they have Teron Matthew on that team, top heavy, and they can't win a ball game. And they have no run game either. They have no defense, no run game. And the Cardinals have both. They may have more talent on the offensive side of the ball, potentially, the Chiefs do, but Cardinals have the run game, Cardinals have the defense. Yeah. They, they have a way to put games away. And these other teams, they're just going to get in back and forth scenarios. And if you, if you do that, your margin for error just becomes minuscule. And uh, you make one mistake and you're done. You, you just can't do that, especially this day and age. And, you know, the Arizona Cardinals have been able to avoid that. And you look as far as, you know, they're putting up over 30 points per game, 32 points per game. They're, they're only giving up over 16 points per game, best in the NFL. It's, just, uh, the, it's also insane. Like the Arizona Cardinals haven't given up a 300-yard passing game all season. Like they're, they're only giving up 200, oh, just over 200 yards per game passing. In, in they, this they, they haven't played the best quarterbacks. Sure, they've played like, three rookies. Yeah, yeah. Like we'll sure. see. I mean, it's this this part, like the fact that they went through the murderers' row of games, like the real crux of that in the season, and they didn't lose a game. I mean, sure, Cleveland was hobbled. The Rams game was the big one. Trey Lance, you know, starting there was that was the other one. So, it, it, I mean, this is the last one of that group of five games that we were talking about. With, with Green Bay coming up Thursday. And this is the first real, you know, Stafford say what you want. It's still a new offense to him. Like, you can you can give excuses however you want, but Cardinals haven't lost a game. And once they get through Thursday, regardless of win or loss, it lightens up a little bit. And mm -hmm. I, I don't know. Well, let's talk NFC West next. Is it really a two-team race, or do you not believe that yet? Like, And, and it's going to be a very interesting conversation to have. Bo, coming up Thursday night, the Cardinals seem to be opening out at three-and-a-half-point favorites, according to betonline.ag, to the visiting Green Bay Packers. Is that right? 
Yeah, the Arizona Cardinals, three and a half point favorites. You're seeing a large number as far as the over-under. What is it? 52 and a half right out of the gates. A lot of points expected to be scored between these two teams. Best place if you want any action on that, betonline.ag. It remains your number one spot for basketball, football action. Got the MLB playoffs going on, Alex. Head over, new updated desktop mobile website. Sign up today. Receive a 50% welcome bonus in your first deposit. Use the promo code LOCKEDON to receive your bonus. That means if you put in 50 bucks, you get $25 to help build your stack for free. Hoops, football, baseball playoffs, NHL, boxing, UFC, and your Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online, fastest, easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online, where the game starts. Um, I'm not ready for basketball yet. <laughs> you know, either. it just end like basketball is my favorite yeah. sport. I grew up playing it. I, it's football's time. Yeah. I feel bad for the players, man. Like they haven't had a full off season now. Two off seasons, wild. Uh, RockAuto.com. That's that's another transition that should be put in the Louvre. Uh, with the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for you to go to a local chain storefront and ask them, hey, do you have this in stock? And for them to always say yes, because it's just a, a, a tough time for supply chains. Uh, save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why spend up to 30, 50, or 100% more of an upcharge when you go to those chain storefronts when they do have them in stock because it costs more for them to keep them in stock when you can just go to rockauto.com and be like, yo, type in what you want. Boom, it's at your door a couple days later. Rockauto.com, family-owned business. They've been online for 20 years. Their prices are reliably low. We talk about this two or three times a week. If you haven't gone to rockauto.com at least to look at it, what the hell are you doing with your life? They have everything you need. Brake, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, carpet, paint, whatever. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, Locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. All right. Is the NFC West a two-team race? Like, let, let's talk about this. Alex Clancy, Bob Brock, follow him at Bob Brock. Follow me at Clancy's Corner. Please go uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. I mean, we've only been on YouTube June, July, August. This is the fifth month, four, four and a half months. And what you all are doing to help, you know, um, support that is it's it's mind-boggling you know it's mind-boggling um you get the reference come on dude yeah so yeah. uh san francisco is terrible um i'll let bo talk about their all-world head coach here in a second um and uh the seahawks are you know you don't wish injury on anybody and if you do you're a terrible person uh russell wilson's out he had surgery on his finger he got brett Favre. Um, he'll probably be back before the Cardinals play them. It was it week 11, I think, which was right in the wheelhouse of when he would be able to come back. He'll probably be back two weeks earlier because if they want to make a playoff push, he's got to play. Geno Smith has been fine, but by all accounts, through seven weeks and looking towards the next 10 weeks of the season with your bye week included, is it Rams and Cardinals as the only two teams that will make the playoffs? Yeah, I think that's pretty easy at this point. I mean... In, uh, before I get dive deep into the Shanahan thing, but I mean him, Cliff Kingsbury would have been roasted. They probably would have carried him out. The media would have, the fan base would have, if he was, um, if he answered a question about the quarterback position, like Kyle Shanahan answered about Jimmy Garoppolo 
being their starter? I guess so. I mean, you're in year five. You're supposed to be this offensive guru. And you don't even know who you want to play at quarterback. You have had one top 10 offensive performance as this offensive mastermind. They're supposed to be like this incredible run team. And you look at Kyle Shanahan's run offenses and in uh in San Francisco and it's it hasn't it's finished like in the top 15 like twice it's just I don't understand where this guy gets all his his credit and to answer a question like that about the most important position in the in all of sports I guess I think we're gonna go with Jimmy G after he looked atrocious on Sunday night couldn't deal with a wet football um you know can't stay healthy it's just the San Francisco 49ers fan base is it's starting to turn on him. If it was Cliff Kingsbury, there's a double standard. Cliff Kingsbury would have been absolutely raked over the coals for that. Yeah. He said, ah, I guess we're going to go with Kyler Murray. I guess. I don't know. Well, his answer would be Cliff's answer would have been, yeah, I got to watch the tape. That, that's yeah, always, that's always what he is. Yeah, I, I, you know, I got I to watch tape. Watch I got to watch tape. And then if it's an injury related, it's a minor issue. That's that's what we get from <laughs> Cliff Kingsbury. With but, a, yeah, yeah, before I mean, everything he says. It's it's McVeigh, it's Kingsbury, it's Rams, it's Cardinals, these other teams, you know, it's unless they're completely like more resilient than we're giving them credit for. And like this is gonna be the first time we're gonna see the Seahawks win less than nine games probably since Russ and, and Carroll teamed up. And it's because not just because their quarterback went out, because it's a very flawed football team. They did nothing this offseason. They like they had three draft picks and they did nothing. They added Gerald Everett, and that was it. Like other, like they didn't add to the defense. They gave uh, Jamal Adams, who they gave up how many first round picks for, and then let him secure the bag. Like it's the most preposterous like move I've seen in a long time. A guy who's who's a pass rusher that plays safety who can't cover is get is the highest paid safety, and that was supposed to be like this. I, I don't. It's it's a two team race, but the problem is, I mean, it's a really good team that you're battling with now. Like there's no there's I've said this way too many times today. There's no margin for error against the Rams. There's just none. Yeah. Uh, I, I can't get this out of the back of my head. If Kyle Shanahan takes a high profile college job, like if that would be more fit for him, not talking, that's not a bad, that's not a step back anymore. You could sometimes make more money as a college head coach, depending on where you go. I just, he looked defeated last night and Jimmy Garoppolo continues to be the scapegoat, even though he's got a very good record when he's, when he starts, you know, when he plays, even take away the five wins at the end of the first season where they traded for him towards the tail end of the season when they went five and up. Mm-hmm. Like, take that away. He's been very serviceable. It's not Jimmy Garoppolo's fault you don't have running backs that can stay healthy. It's not Jimmy Garoppolo's fault that you can't draft people who stay healthy. Like, that's not that's not Jimmy Garoppolo's fault. That's John Lynch's fault, and that's Kyle Shanahan, who I'm sure is in the room with him. Like, at some point, it seems like it's going to be overnight. Mm-hmm. where it's going to be Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch will be vilified at some yeah. point. And I just I, don't know, like our boys at locked on 49ers, I always keep track of them a little bit because Brian Peacock and Crocker, they're great at what they do. If you want mm-hmm. conversations, if you want to listen to a conversation about the 49ers, go check them out. They're a great daily podcast locked on 49ers, but mm-hmm. we're starting to see immediate. Oh, maybe this is Kyle Shanahan's fault. Out of nowhere, yeah. it's seemingly out of nowhere, which should have happened. We had like, this epiphany it, that we well, were because we knew it, about. it was Jimmy Garoppolo's fault they didn't win the Super Bowl. That's right. what that's what he was living on, and it was the defense 
that gave up the 28 to three lead in the Super Bowl when he was with Atlanta. He was always able to pass the buck onto something else. And now he's exposed. You know, it's just trading, drafting up and trading Trey Lance, giving up draft picks for that was the quintessential eagle maniacal move. I don't care who he is. Let's roll. It, it, it somehow it bought him time. You know, it's crazy. Like they had the second overall pick behind the Cardinals in 2019 with Kyler Murray. A uh, couple of years before that, not many, you know, they were sitting there and, and they made the deal. They made, traded out and Mitchell Trubisky was taken second. They traded down one spot and they take Solomon Thomas. It's like they've been in the top three a couple times now and they have a quarterback issue. They've had a continuous quarterback issue. Get a quarterback. How come they don't get crushed for not taking Deshaun Watson like everybody else does? Bears get crushed for it. Niners don't. They get a free pass. I don't know. They they didn't they didn't take Mahomes or Watson, but they're good. You know, they were just they were just they, they were cool with Jimmy G. And then Jimmy G's production fell off a cliff. Um, and I don't know if that's all on Jimmy G. You know, I mean, how how can you be this guy who, yeah, as you mentioned, he wins games, but that, you know, as far as how many wins he had to his losses, that's coming getting a lot closer. What was he? 27 and 10. And now he's 27 and 11. Uh, it, it's starting to get a little bit closer. Those numbers are, and it's not on all, all, all Jimmy G like this roster that we, that people keep on saying it's one of the most complete rosters in, in the league. Well, no, it's starting not. where you can't, can't win games. Yeah. You can't, if, if you lose your quarterback, you can't win games. If it, if, if it loses a corner, can't win games. It loses Joe, Nick Bosa. It can't win games. It's like, come on, dude, that's not that great of a roster. So, you know, John Lynch and, and Kyle Shanahan. We'll see what happens with them. Yeah, I think college probably would be best for him. Steve Sarkeesian, how how long is he going to last in Texas? That might be a good landing USC, place. LSU. I mean, there are options. Yeah, but you know, Shanahan went to Texas. He played at Texas. Why not? I mean, it's just a, a good fit. And you know, you, you have the the team building process. I think you can kind of you can even. You can have a longer leash, even more so in college than you do at the NFL. And I've never seen a leash this long at the NFL level. I mean, people were wanting to Cliff Kingsbury out after year two because the team went eight and eight. Kyle Shanahan has double digit losses in all but one of his seasons. It's crazy. Yeah. And he's in it's line crazy. for another one. And I was, yes, I was, I wanted, I thought Cliff Kingsbury should be out after year two. And I still think at that time that I was right. So, I mean, now there's more information. Obviously, if you told me, oh, well, he's going to be 7-0 and in 2021, I wouldn't have said that. So, you know, get off my ass. Alex Lancy Bobrock, Locked on Cardinals. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you to everybody who listens. Like, we're having so much fun. We get Peter Bukowski from Locked on, from Locked on Packers for Crossover Thursday, which will drop. Maybe we'll drop that a little early because mm-hmm. that there's a Thursday night game. And then Bo and I will be doing the halftime show from my living room together Thursday night. Um, yeah. And the post game. We're gonna gonna be doing it. Well, I'm not gonna kick you out after the game. We have to record the damn podcast (laughs) afterwards. Alex Lancy. Um, I was just uh referencing Brian Peacock of Locked On 49ers. He is part of another great daily show. So you should make your second listen. So thank you for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen every day. Now make your second listen, Peacock and Williamson. Uh, the NFL show that they do. Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson give you the expert NFL analysis in less than 30 minutes. It's free and available on all platforms. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow.